0: up friends this is jimmy mack he is dan kuzer and this is no other pod welcome into the show dan what's up i know your belgian team had a little bit of a close scare earlier today so how you doing
1: jimmy i can't even uh oh, sometimes i come into this podcast and i'm i'm really pumped up and i bring the energy you guys and i I just I'm thinking about Saturday, man. I'm just I don't know. I know everyone's like, "Eh, shake it off. We'll get the next one." But I'm I'm really hanging on to this one. But uh as far as Belgium goes, that was pretty sweet today. That the World Cup is in full swing and uh, some of my teams are still alive and kicking. And so is your Croatian team.
0: My Croatian team, yes, Croatia is one of my teams. I am wearing a Croatia jersey right now that oh, I just snap. got delivered in the mail today.
1: Oh shit. Um,
0: it's like a 2012 throwback. It's got the blue checkerboard with the red and white sleeves. Uh, it's pretty cool. Got it for like 30 bucks. So, oh, not that's a awesome bad deal. Yeah, I uh I am part Croatian, so I am cl- I'm Fun fact: I, my family and I, my brothers and I, are technically eligible for for Croatian citizenship. What? So how's that? Yeah, we just from our uh, our ancestry, we have the right amount of Croatian in us, and the right people in our ancestry are Croatian that uh, we can technically qualify for Croatian citizenship. We just have to take the citizenship test, which is in Croatian. So therein wow, lies the rub. I web. don't think. yeah i don't think you're gonna take that (laughs) yeah no one of my brothers actually has seriously considered learning just enough croatian to pass the test just so he can be a croatian citizen but uh wow i don't know
1: do try to get that dual citizenship huh
0: yeah yeah gotta keep those uh those world cup dreams alive because they don't come from the u.s so (laughs) that's true um but yeah man let's uh Let's hit. Uh, we're gonna hit the sporting game here in just a second. As much as we big may show. not want to, but big um, show today. You wanna you wanna give a shout out? Ask uh, ask the people for some ratings and reviews. I don't think we got any new ones this week, did we?
1: Uh, yes, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. Surprise. We absolutely got some new ones because I think people are really just tired of uh, probably tired of hearing me beg, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's working, and I can't. I can't stop. Won't stop. All right, I, I got to keep it going because the. We're on the road to a hundred, man. But Gotta our buddy, I'm pretty sure our buddy, Darren Meeker, uh, ah, hit us. Darren, that's right. Yep. DS Meeker. He said, uh, shake and bake. And I'm thinking like, absolutely. I shake them. You bake them. It makes so much sense. But he said, <laughs> I love the connection you two have. You play well off each other. Great information and humor. First year soccer fan learning a lot. And I thought that's interesting because you know we interact with everyone on, online and stuff like that. We try to engage uh, fans of the, the game and everything. And uh, you never know who's a first-year fan. And that's, that's really cool, man, how people are still discovering this team, discovering this sport in general. So I think that's really sweet.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I know um, one of our faithful listeners, Jeremy Morgan, he's a Sporting KC fan, brought some friends of his from texas to their first ever sporting kc game uh that's not right too long ago and uh yeah they, they bought they merch. Got to see, yep, yeah, they bought some merch gotta see a fun game it was the uh, the uh the come from behind game a few weeks ago so a couple weeks ago whatever it was so got got uh, got some new sporting kc fans and obviously we hope they're listening from texas because there's no good teams in texas you don't want to root for
1: any of them so you know. well that's true Now, check this out, man. One more review came through. Puts us at 57, by the way. And this is from, wait for it, Omaha Tim. That's right. Omaha. Omaha Tim. I love it. But the title is Best SKC Pod Hands Down. Hands Down. Ooh. Hands Down. Not
0: Hands Up. Hands Down.
1: That's a big deal. My hands were up when I read it, but I had to put my hands down because that's exciting. But it said he's been listening to the pod since the start of the season, man. He said, great insight, very engaging with SKZ fans. Great job, guys. Keep up the good work. Dude, we're getting some great feedback. All right? These are five stars all over the place. All I see is stars. So if you guys I have yet it. to do that, go, go hit us up on the, uh, on the podcast app and rate and review your boys. We love you and appreciate you.
0: Absolutely. We cannot thank you guys enough for your listening, for your ratings and reviews. As we've mentioned before, we would not be able to keep doing this without you. We may try but we'd just be talking to ourselves, which is not as fun. So uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for engaging with us. You guys helped make this a better show and we hope to keep making it better for you. Um,
1: Dude, have you bought any On the Volley stuff yet?
0: Uh, got a, a, a that striker t-shirt. Even though I'm not a Did striker, like, liked it so much. Got a, uh, got a striker shirt coming in the mail.
1: Awesome. So, well, hey, uh, if you, yeah, have well, you guys, uh, looked at that stuff yet, uh, I know we've talked about it. If this is your first time hearing us go to on the volley and buy yourself something because they're lucky enough to give us a, uh, no other pod discount code. If you enter the phrase, no other pod at checkout, um, not all one word. Put spaces out in it. You're going to get 15% off whatever you're buying. Um, so that's pretty solid. Pretty nice of the guys up there at On The Volley to do for us. So uh, support small businesses and uh, support the show. So thank you.
0: Yeah, pretty darn cool. Uh, can't thank the guys at On The Volley enough. They got lots of cool stuff. So go check them out.
1: Um, they just keep coming out with stuff, dude. Like they, they come out with new stuff all the time.
0: That's why you got to keep checking. Got to keep spending money. <laughs> they that's keep going true i love stuff. that um uh, just wish i had more money um <laughs> we uh we said that we'd we touch on swope park a little bit swope park did not play this week so uh we we don't have um a new game to talk about there uh but they do have a game coming up uh on thursday against sounders too so we'll uh We'll be cheering on the boys. They'll be on the road, I believe. Um, We'll be cheering them on, and we'll let you know next week how Swope Park did, and we'll touch on that game a little bit. Uh, For this week, as much as we may not want to, we have to talk about the Sporting KC loss to the zero on the road Uh, to the Montreal. Do we got to? Do we got to talk about it? I I don't really want to, but we told the people we would. Yeah, we should. And uh, we did get a couple of questions. Um, we even had, you know, back after the game ended, a uh, couple of people say they cannot wait to hear our thoughts on the game. Sporting Timio said, "I can't wait till Wednesday to hear your thoughts on the match." The SKC Twitterverse oh, see this I think as that's a That's Omaha team. Tim. That's Omaha Tim and uh he says i just have a hard time throwing away a league match these are the points on the road that will be Mm. worth a ton come playoff seating time um yeah i think i think omaha tim sporting timio i think he's a smart guy what do you think
1: dude he hits the nail on the head and i think if you saw any post-game interviews with peter Vermees, he says the same stuff he's like okay yeah this is you know cross cross conference and uh but points are points. I mean, just because it's not a six-point swing, it doesn't matter. You you still got to take them where you can get them, especially against a weaker Montreal team. But he also said they were hot, man. They were hot. And 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 coming into this game, they were maybe in a little better form than us. Or maybe we thought, hey, we can go down two goals right away because that's how we like to play our game. We, we, we like to come from behind, you know?
0: Yeah, I uh... – I don't know why we're doing this as of late. Like we tend to like kind of start slow and end up as more of a second half team. And I thought that, uh, that may happen in this case. Um, as it turned out, the second half happened and it, uh, it did not get any better. Um, didn't get better at all. No, it, it was, it was kind of a strange game from the get go because the first half came out and, and, Sporting KC they they weren't playing great but I don't think they were they weren't the worst side necessarily they were just playing down to Montreal's level and it it did it look to you cuz this is how it looked to me that Montreal didn't come to play at all for like the first 50 minutes of the game they were just they even got a yellow card for time wasting at home in like the 49th minute
1: yeah that so was weird
0: i just I don't know if you noticed it, but the, the the most frustrating thing for me is it felt like, okay, Montreal was sitting there content to bunker down and just wait it out, wait it out, wait it out. And we had no creative spark, just no way to break down their attack and get any sort of legitimate shot on goal. I don't know. Did is the, did you notice that?
1: Yeah, man. This was really one of those games where like, I feel like I'll, what am I trying to say? When Daniel is, is starting in the number nine position, That's always a weird game. Like he's so much better on the wing, right? And that's just what it seems like. So right off the bat, you're like, ah, this is going to be, this is going to be awkward. Like, why do they want to try him up there? Because never have I ever pressed the reason for a new striker than after this game. Like, it just seems, it just makes sense. Like we got to pull someone in here in a week or so from the transfer window because it's going to, it's going to help. We need to, we need to push over this little striker hump. I know we're getting goals from elsewhere, but like against that Montreal team, we had nothing now. It was, it was humid dude. Now the humid weather messes with you. I was checking out the humidity and people in Kansas city were like, it's hot. And then I looked in Chicago (laughs) and I was like, I was like, yo, it's actually hotter and more humid in Chicago right now. And then I looked online in Montreal and the humidity was actually higher than Chicago. So I was like, they must be dying. Because I played soccer yesterday in the humidity and it was rough, so I can't even imagine.
0: Yeah, it, something. It, it's not great because this is the first of three games in a matter of eight days. So uh, <sighs> no kidding, it's it's not a good sign that Sporting KC are already looking kind of drained, kind of tired, kind of out of it on the first game of that three game stretch. Um, and. Beasler even returned to the lineup so you'd think okay we got our veteran leadership back uh but yeah they just they, they kind of looked out of it and and montreal was sort of just waiting it out waiting it out waiting it out got a yellow card for time wasting and then in the 53rd minute got the dumbest goal after tim Melia came out and and sort of blocked i'm not sure if it was a cross or a rebound but he he Blocked the ball away. Montreal had the ball bouncing around in the box. Tim was way off his line. Tried to get back, but uh, Nacho Piatti got a foot through the ball, Lisa straight through the ball. Tim got a little <sighs> deflection, so but it went right up into the net, and it was like you knew this was bad right from the get-go because it looked like everything was out of sync.
1: So stupid. Like, how did that ball not get cleared? Uh, Piotti just runs up and just blasts it. It was unbelievable. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah, the the one the, one of the most frustrating parts for me when I'm when I'm watching back this replay is okay, so Tim blocks the ball away. I don't know what Ilya was doing. Ilya kind of slowed up behind the play, and when Tim blocked the ball away, Ilya's just kind of slowly jogging around in the middle of the box, didn't really make a play on the ball. And then uh Gerso had one of the weakest attempts at like a little standing tackle I've ever seen. And then the ball just finds its way to Piatti's feet. No one's there to step up, and he just drills it. Um, Wasn't
1: that Crozet, actually, the weakest tackle? Well,
0: so there were two. Uh, Gerso had a weird little kind of step in, almost, to try to block the ball right yeah. before Crozet almost trucked a dude. And then Nacho hit the ball and uh, scored the goal. So gotcha. it's just... I don't I don't not trust our defense cuz they've they've been fairly solid for most of the season but this tends to be a habit where occasionally we have these really stupid goals where it's like what the heck is going on it's just like everybody forgets what they're supposed to do all of a sudden and they're just running around flailing and can't actually clear the ball.
1: Um this is not the first time that's happened this year. So no, that's not a, at all that's a, man. I it's we haven't been very solid defensively. Like I know we haven't given up a lot of goals, but the goals we have given up have been on pretty silly mistakes. It's not because the other team looked better than us. It's just because we kind of fell asleep and, and let some dumb shit happen.
0: And I don't know if that's better or worse. Like I go back and forth because I can't count the number of times this year that I've been in a press conference after the game, or I've heard Peter say it on a road game or read it in a post-game recap where he's like, you know, I I think we just made silly mistakes, individual errors. And on one hand, you're like, okay, if that's true, then it feels like they should be corrected. And you're like, okay, well, at least it's not. We're just bad. But on the other hand, if individual errors and silly mistakes keep happening and not, they're not getting corrected, I like I don't know how to feel about that because that's not good either. Well, you know
1: what's kind of bad also is when you're watching every single World Cup game and the, it's like the world's best players and the pace is at like a hundred and fifty percent, and then you go watch an m l s match and dude, I love m l s like that's our silly, stupid, little guilty pleasure, you know we hell, we're doing a podcast about Major League Soccer for God's sakes, we love it, but I will tell you it is a huge difference in pace, and i I almost can't watch the world cup and MLS together. I it's, it's It's ruining it for me, dude.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, you know, Fox has been trying to have MLS games on after yeah. world cup games as lead ins, which is great. Um, unless no. they go into extra time and then they put the MLS game on the Fox business channel, which I did not know was a channel. And I don't think I get anyway. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. That's what they did for the, the, the Toronto. I think it was the Toronto red bulls game. Like, that was supposed to be on Fox right after the world cup. But since both games that day went to extra time, they ended up starting like the first half of the game was on like Fox business or something. I don't know. Oh, wow. Didn't really make sense.
1: Uh, But then you lead right into MLS and you're like, well, this isn't the pace that I was just watching. (laughs) You're like, yeah, it sucks.
0: Yeah. Um, I, like you said, I, I love MLS. I, 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 it's my favorite league in the world. Um, I get more passionate about it than any other league and and this isn't like a a, same to talk smack about MLS or anything it's just there there is a striking difference in um, speed and and especially not just physical speed but speed and decision making I think is the biggest difference Um, because you can just see as you have players out there you know for you know, brazil or, or belgium or like think about that that we'll talk about this a little bit more later but that belgian counter-attack that we saw to win the game today think of the amount of split second decisions that had to just be made in in an, in an instant or just on instinct to get all of that to click the way it did um i and it all starts with like courtois distribution from the beginning all the way through lukaku's dummy like it didn't even make sense that's just it's it's hard to see stuff like that in mls right, right.
1: now um well, let's – I really want to chalk it up to the weather. I want to hope that it was just a weather situation. It was very humid. It's tough to really breathe and get your legs out there. You know what I mean? So they're going to have to go west to Salt Lake, and it's, it's going to be hot as heck too, man. I think the high on Wednesday is like 95, but the humidity is like 15%, so it's like nothing.
0: Yeah, um, I think for Salt Lake – like. Sporting KC tends to get up for those games just because there's that little bit of history there, Western Conference rivalry. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll for sure talk about that here in just a sec. I want to finish up this Montreal game quickly because I don't want to spend too much more time See, on it. I do um, these
1: accidental lead ins sometimes. I didn't mean to do that, but uh, <laughs> it's a good I apologize. Tease. I try to lead.
0: Yeah, it's almost like we're uh, yeah we're, we're we're teasing what's to come, um, but unfortunately what did happen later in the game uh sporting casey went down you thought okay well they're down 1-0 not ideal not a huge deal they've come back from worse well then just uh, about 15 minutes later Ike brought down a man in the box it was a penalty sporting casey didn't really like it but I thought it was a fair penalty given and then Alejandro Silva in one of the, I guess the only way I could put it is cheekiest oh penalty God. kicks I've ever seen. Was in, he dancing? In quite a long time. He was like doing a little hop, skip, something or other, and just like did a little jump dance thing, and then just slowly sent it into the net after he sent Melia the exact wrong way. Um, it was weird, <laughs> but it worked. It was
1: super weird. Now the PK, I mean, yes, it was. But you could see how Ike tried to pull his foot, like right before he touched him. He he really he stopped his foot, like on the turf, but the dude kind of ran into his foot. So it was close, man. It was real close.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those like when 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 there's a close call that goes against sporting KC, I try to think about like, okay, if I were the other team and that like and that happened to our player, would I be yelling for a PK? And in that case I probably would. So I was like, okay.
1: Absolutely. I, I mean, he still touched him. It's not just because he didn't follow through doesn't mean it wasn't a foul. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, so after Montreal went up 2-0, from then on out, Sporting KC brought in um, Kyrie Shelton. They moved uh, Daniel Shallow out to the left. They even brought in Rubio. They had Rubio, Shelton, Johnny, I think, and Kyrie yeah. Allen at the same time. Like, they they were had, going for it. Yeah. And it just did not. Work Montreal packed it in. Wow, no, they packed um,
1: it, they had to.
0: It, yeah, we weren't going to bring them down. So, I guess the good news is it was an Eastern Conference side. The bad news is, just like uh, sporting Timio Omaha Tim said, uh, you, you don't ever want to give up points just because you just because there are an A non-conference team Um, because these are the points that you kind of look back later when you missed a home playoff game by one point and you're like ah had we at least been able to draw Montreal you know maybe things
1: would be different oh bro halfway through the season I, I I don't know when the last time is we've been in serious supporter shield talk and and I want it dude the fact that it's been talked about by experts and analysts and stuff I want supporter shield. There's no reason we can't really make a push for that, but these kind of points matter. It's free points from the from cross conference. You got to take it.
0: Yep, absolutely. I will say, I feel like I have to bear a little bit of the responsibility for this loss because uh, I yep. we did tweet this the out. Worst. But uh, yeah, you uh, you text me about <laughs> uh, a half hour before the game started. You said, "Hey, you nervous for this one at all?" I said, "Nah, not really." And then I immediately followed that up with. <laughs> Which probably means we'll lose, and you were just like, "God damn it, Jimmy!" And um, yeah,
1: dude, you got to be nervous.
0: <laughs> Stay nervous. Always be nervous. Yeah, I. Uh, it is funny because like whenever we go down, like la- like when we went down um, a couple weeks ago, down two zero, and you're like, "That's it, we're done." And then we came back and won, and then this the game when you're like, "You're nervous," I'm like, "No," and then we lose two zero. It's just maybe we just got to stay yeah. pessimistic and then you we gotta
1: yeah, stay pessimistic man you gotta be a pest
0: <laughs> and um, i i
1: fucking i blasted you <laughs> i said i said this guy's the worst human ever <laughs> yeah yeah fact check true i was oh um, i was so mad and i was food drunk bro i went to this fest this food <laughs> festival that day i was so hot and i had too much food i was like i hate everything
0: <laughs> yeah you sent me some pictures of your uh candy sushi that you were eating that looked pretty good also looked like Bro. it was uh sugar overload. So yeah, that was
1: like stoner food right there, but some like, <laughs> Oh man, the, the, the mac and cheese bacon burger that I had. What the F it was ridiculous. Now we want to make our own mac and cheese bacon burgers.
0: Now oh, this is v- vegan mac and cheese bacon burger, right?
1: Absolutely. V- vegan festival, yeah. man. It was, it was crazy. Pr- pr- pretty much all people that really thought they were better than everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what i around, assume. around patting each other on the back yeah that's kind of yeah. what i assume save the animals blah 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 i was just like hey i just want to eat some food let's rock and roll
0: bacon mac and cheeseburger um, <laughs> <laughs> i did see a picture of the burger it did look good it did not you couldn't yeah, even dude. tell it was vegan so
1: bro did you see the cookie monster cupcake
0: i did see that too
1: so. Dude, there was cookie dough in the middle of the cupcake with a yeah. cookie on top of the cupcake.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you had I'm... something to enjoy that day because it wasn't the game. So
1: That's true. I was just <laughs> chewing on sugar granules.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh it, it didn't help that the night before FC Dallas had already beaten the loons um
1: oh, off yeah. the road.
0: So now
1: it, Minnesota
0: FC Dallas our level with Sporting KC on points at 32, and FC Dallas has one game in hand on us still. So they're at two points per yeah. game. Sporting KC is at 1.88 points per game. Um, and Atlanta
1: has moved up more.
0: Atlanta moved up because I don't I don't know what they did to Orlando City, but it was it was something.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they hurt them. They hurt them bad. No loop. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah
0: they uh they want to make that a rivalry but um if if Atlanta does that to them i'm not sure how much of a rivalry ah. it can be
1: the other so. team has to win for it to be a rivalry they got to win every once in a while
0: yeah and orlando's not in a good shape they uh no they just fired their coach they're not in They have a good, Dom
1: Dwyer yeah
0: the 1.5 million dollar Dom Dwyer um <laughs> It got them all the way to ninth place in the East. So there you go. Um, But yeah, right now, after uh, the Sporting KC loss and FC Dallas win, their level on points at 32 with LAFC right behind at uh, just 30 points or 30 points through just 16 games. So their level with Sporting KC on points per game as well. And they don't even have. They're coming. Well, they don't even have Carlos Vela right now. They didn't have. They haven't had Marco Urania for a little bit. They're about to get Andre Horta. So, uh, they
1: didn't have the Dos Dos Santos. Yeah, that's that might, two Dos Santos.
0: Yeah. The, the, that's probably good. Spanish. Um, the <laughs> one they'll go
1: back to the galaxy and not help them at all. Um, uh, I think Jonathan helps out, doesn't he? I, I don't think Giovanni does too much. Maybe a little bit. I just,
0: the galaxy have other. Is issues it Jonathan? Jonathan. Do you say the J? Jonah Dos Santos. I don't know. That's a good question. Jonah. Um Jonah. Yeah, I did see that he apparently liked a tweet from his account today wondering why Rafa Marquez was in Russia at all. So little uh little controversy for El Tri. Um What? It's yeah. El, El tree bro.
1: It's not El, El Tri. Tri.
0: What I, I yeah, I I I apologize. El tree <laughs> My my Missouri accent. I just say El Tri. Why are you so
1: culturally insensitive?
0: I, uh, you know what? If Wells Fargo pays me some money, I will oh announce their gosh. name properly. So
1: I will learn Spanish.
0: <laughs> I do actually want to learn Spanish very badly. Um,
1: right. Get any French, job you want.
0: High school French has done nothing for me, other than be able to say Bonjour, Johann, um, mm, and he just kind of so looks weird. Um, so, you got to stop talking like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I can't help it. I, I am what just I love. Am. Language, bro. <laughs> um, not when I speak it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, we, we, we got a, a couple of questions from fans. Um, Corey Matsat said, what do you think was the cause of a fairly sloppy defense last weekend? I would have thought Beasley, having Beasley back would have locked things down, but it looked yeah. quite chaotic. Um, you would have thought. Yeah. I don't know if I have an answer for that. That's good. Other than,
1: these things happen sometimes, and they should. Was Beasler ready? Was Beasler ready to be thrown back in? I mean, I, I don't, I didn't see him make any serious mistakes, so I don't know if that was, if you can really throw anything on him.
0: Yeah, I don't know that there was anything wrong with Beasler per se. The larger issue seems to be, and I know we tweeted this out from the pod, they were supposed to answer a question on SKC TV, and I don't think they did. Um, but we kind of asked through it out there. Why is it that this sporting KC team and not just this one, I guess teams in, in the past few years seem to play down to their level of competition because you look at the talent on this side and it is far superior to anything on the Montreal side. It just seems like they kind of play down to their competition. And that's kind of what just happened again. A um, little bit. I don't, I, I don't know why I don't, I, I don't think it's from Peter because Peter gets pissed when it happens. Um, he had that sort of pissed off look in his face, where he, in this game, where he was like, "I'm pissed, but there's not much I can do because I got my best people out there and they're just kind of sucky today." So
1: that's uh, true. I think at that time, dude, when you're down two 0 it's and it's late in the game. It's just like, let's get home without injuries, okay? Like we got you're already focused on Wednesday because when you have a quick turnaround, you got to forget about all this. It's like dude, don't even dwell on it. Yeah, they can hardly train um, before Wednesday. You don't get to train much.
0: Yeah, they're going to have a travel day because Montreal, the Salt Lake is not a not, not a short little trip. Um, yeah, so they went to they went back to KC. Yeah, I assume uh, they'll let's see. We're recording this on Monday. Peek behind the curtain. Um, I assume that they fly out either late Monday night or Tuesday, maybe
1: Tuesday morning. I don't know. Um, Probably Tuesday morning. I mean, you you can't. Yeah, you got to give them some time there to, I don't know. I have no idea.
0: Yeah, so there's not going to be a lot of time in uh, in Salt Lake before they have to come back here for the, the, the weekend game that they'll have against Toronto FC. Um, Should but... we be
1: worried here, bro? Like, the, this something in the Montreal game just has me very, I just feel gross. I feel very worried, like, like that we're not going to do good in salt lake and we're not going to do good against Toronto at home. I just, I got a really bad feeling about it.
0: Um, I don't know why. Well, maybe I should learn my lesson and say, I'm terrified and we're going to lose all the rest of our games. I, I think you should be.
1: <laughs> we're done. We're yeah. done. We're getting the crap shield.
0: I, I think we kind of, end of last year aside when I think everybody was just dead tired and injury I think when when games like this happen and it's not really because of injuries per se and it's just like an off night more often than not I think the team tends to respond and I think they know how poorly they played and I think they know they should have gotten something out of that game and they also know how big this match against RSL is because RSL is a good side RSL sitting uh above the playoff line right now um, they're going to be motivated to get yeah. some points. So we need to be motivated this to get at huge. least a draw out of uh, the RSL game.
1: Um, you got to bounce back, dude. How they bounce back on Wednesday will be the the biggest judge of character for this squad right now. It's huge.
0: Yeah, I I, I totally agree. This is the first time. It, the, the, the loss snapped a nine-game unbeaten streak. Um, I believe yep. it was nine games. I streak.
1: finally washed my lucky jersey. Oh,
0: so oh, you watched it after the loss, or you watched it before the loss?
1: After the loss, I, I don't, okay. I don't wash it if we're winning. Was, but I also, guys, say, I don't wear it out and about, so <laughs> I, I, say, I am clean. Yeah. I'm not gross.
0: Uh, well, debatable. We'll ask Marissa. Okay. Um, eh, don't ask. <laughs> I uh, I weirdly am less nervous about the RSL game than I am about the Toronto game. Um, which is on Saturday at home, and I don't know why, because Toronto looks really bad. They're almost to a point where they're like gonna be eliminated from the playoffs because they're they're just that poor right now. They still don't have Josie Altidor, they are um almost dead last in the East. They only have 15 points through 16 games, but you look at their lineup, they still got Michael Bradley, they still got Giovinco. You know, They still got really good players, and I keep thinking one of these days they're going to turn it on and all of a sudden be the Toronto that we saw last year. Um, I don't know. Am I stupid for thinking that? Is that Toronto team gone and this is what they are now? What do you think?
1: Uh, I don't know, dude. I think it's – when you're halfway through like this, you just know things can change so quickly. I mean, dude, Seattle was like crap the first part of their last two seasons and then made – back-to-back mls cup final appearances so what are you gonna do
0: yeah um i I do have a couple of friends that are big toronto fans and they've kind of given up on the season they think it's done um they do have to average like two points per game for the rest of the year really if they want a hope of making the playoffs now that's possible for a toronto side because they essentially have the same side they did last year when they won the treble but um it also kind of depends on if Giovinco decides he's going to stick around cuz he looks like he's kind of checked out and there have been rumors about him leaving for perhaps Tigres and Liga MX. So, that is true. Um, do you have a prediction for both the RSL and Toronto games? At least a result oh,
1: prediction. Oh god. Oh god. Well, let's get let's get a little negative here and say we get a 1-1 draw against Salt Lake. And then let's say we really come back at home and and give a three 0 thumping to Toronto.
0: Okay, I I can dig it. I will if if we get four points out of these next two games, um, I will say that's a success.
1: Um, you'd love no. six, you really would. I mean, right. uh, It's Fourth of July. You know, hey, Happy Fourth of July, everybody! Happy Independence Day. It's weird because we're That's not right. recording on the 4th, but happy 4th. I
0: should have said that from the very beginning.
1: That's all we, right.
0: Uh, we're not, not patriotic. We just are uh, recording yep. on uh, not the 4th, so happy
1: 4th. Just need you all <laughs> to repeat after me. I pledge allegiance to the pod. There you go. All Yeah. right. Yep. No, <laughs> I'll work on that. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, I, four points out of the next two games I think is a success. Now I say that, but like let's say we we steal three points in uh, Salt Lake and then draw Toronto at home, that's going to be annoying because I expect to win yeah. every single home game. But you um, should. I think four points is a success. Now I could also see us somehow only getting a couple of draws out of this, getting two points, and that'll be a little annoying.
1: Um, I mean, dude, Jovinko is a little bug. All right, he's a little he's a little sneaky little bee. We don't, we, we, he'll be tough like to do. with. I'll, I'll be atomic ant. He is. And Ant-Man, Ant-Man comes out this weekend. So it's bad news. Yeah. Um, I, I
0: just, yeah, that Toronto team, it still scares me. Like I still, I was, I'm not a betting man, but I was looking just because I was curious. They, uh, the odds for Toronto winning MLS cup are 40 to one right now. And I was like, I still kind of want to take that bet. You put a uh, put a hundred bucks down, win four thousand, like that's not a Is bad right? deal. If they come through,
1: <laughs> um, yeah. But then if they don't, you just lose a hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, that's the downside. That's why Ugh. I don't bet because I don't have uh, I don't have disposable cash like that. So yeah, that'd be um, cool. But I don't know. Toronto still scares me. I think. I think it's very possible that we get four points in some way out of these next two games. I also think it's a realistic possibility we only get two. So um, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll 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 stick with you and I'll say we're going to draw RSL and we're going to beat Toronto. But um, I don't feel exciting. great about that.
1: And I hope so. you're all ready to stay up late because uh, that game is late tonight, people. All right get get your fireworks done. Because you you got to get inside and watch this game at 9 o'clock. So tell the kids, no fireworks this year. You're done.
0: Nope. Fireworks are going to be on the field in Salt Lake in the form of sporting KC goals. Um, yep. If so you're I'm not on sure. the couch
1: watching the game, get your ass to bed. In bed to watch the game? Sure. Yeah. Do it. I, I mean, like, <laughs> like the kids. If the kids aren't going to watch ah, the game with you, yeah. then you they go to bed. School that's in the morning. Right. Oh, no, you don't have um, school. It's July.
0: <laughs> rsl um they haven't won any of their last three games so they're on a little bit of a skid but you know they're 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 a decent side um although they weirdly, are
1: they have they show some moments
0: yeah they ha- they're, they're very um bipolar because they uh they've they've actually lost more times than they've won this year they've won seven games and lost eight times um they just have really Only two draws is their thing. So it's like they either win and get all three points or they lose and get nothing. Very rarely do they sit in that middle ground.
1: Um, That's how Montreal was, dude.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, And that didn't go well. So we'll we'll hope it goes better than that. Um, We had another question from Corey. Corey. Uh, he said, any idea on the status of Lobato, Madranda, and Sinovic when all are healthy? How do all of our four options, with Lindsey being the other, rank on the death chart? I don't have any insider information on injury any more than what the MLS injury report says. Um, Sinovic is not listed on the injury report, so I think he's pretty much healthy. Madranda and Labato are both still listed as knee injuries but they were uh not as serious so hopefully they'll return to training soon felipe gutierrez this was not part of the question but he did return to training uh on monday in in a in a limited form but he's getting back um to to be healthy um but what what do you think i mean i guess since Sinovic wasn't listed on the injury report, but Lindsay got the start that kind of tells you where Lindsay sits, maybe relative to Sinovic. But is uh is Madronda still your first choice left back if he's healthy?
1: Dude, I still think Synovic is my first choice left back, man. I but he was he was available. Are you drinking water right now, you loud ass drinker? I'm sorry. Can you hear that? <laughs> yep, that's my bad. <laughs> well, I did. Maybe the mic can't, but <laughs> Sorry to call you out, but uh, <laughs> I feel like Steven Sinovic's healthy right now, and Jalen Lindsey's playing, and I'm like, well, what's going on? Is, is Sinovic just not 90 minutes ready to go, or what?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, Lindsey's been playing pretty well, and he's been starting to whip the ball in with his left foot more than, uh, than he had been those first few games. It could be that Peter just likes the consistency he's getting out of Lindsey, um, but... I would have thought first choice would be Madranda, then Sinovic, then Lindsey, then uh, Lobato. But apparently, it seems like it might be Madranda, Lindsey, Sinovic, Lobato. Um, I don't know. It's weird because Lindsey's position should actually be right back. But zusi uh, has got that on lockdown so much that Lindsey's not getting in there anytime soon. Um, yeah. So... I don't know. The other question we got from Ryan Baxter. He wants us to talk about juicy transfer rumors. Juicy, juicy transfer rumors. So, again, I don't have any insider information that isn't already out there, but we can kind of go over a couple of these reported rumors that have been out there. Did he say juicy three times? Uh, There was a total of three juicies in that tweet. Yes, sir. What's that about?
1: What's that about? That's a lot of juice.
0: This is a very juicy tweet. Juicy tweet for juicy transfer rumors. Um Ugh,
1: I just feel gross. I feel gross about that. If it, juice is a it's a bad word, juice. You're not a fan of that word? Okay. Uh, you know, there's juicy fruit and that doesn't, that doesn't keep flavor a lot and then there's <laughs> uh you know, juice can sometimes be be confused with juice and you're like, "Well, that's not good to say." I so it's just of that. Uh, Okay. Yeah now you, now you do,
0: I think so. of juicy juice, did you ever have the juicy juice fruit box as a kid,
1: oh sure, sure, yeah, so there you go um i it's a bad deal, man, I just think, oh, get your get it out of here
0: okay well we'll uh we'll try to come up with another word, um, <laughs> but there was just... a uh a reported uh striker link for sporting k c this past week, uh Spanish striker. Alvaro Negredo, who's been playing in Turkey for Besiktas. Um, There was uh, even a a report that Besiktas had accepted an offer from Sporting KC for the 32-year-old Spanish striker. Um, Peter Vermees says it's not true, and I don't have any reason to think he's lying. Um, But I don't know. Like, he was 32... He was going to turn 33 in August. He had some time with Real Madrid, although he never made an appearance. And then he played for Sevilla, and then he played a little bit for Manchester City, and then Valencia, and then a little bit for Middlesbrough. He's kind of been all over. Um, seven goals through 31 games with Besiktas. I don't know, like whether it's him or another striker... How do you feel about the prospect of signing a 32, 33-year-old striker who's probably only going to be here for a year or two? Like, does that excite you? Yeah.
1: I think all of our knee-jerk reactions were kind of like, really? Like, I mean, okay, clearly not a long-term guy if you're you're doing that, right? Right.
0: Yeah, I, I almost wonder if there's been so much made since the end of last season and really even since the middle of last season, when we sold Dom Dwyer of who the DP striker is that's coming in, I almost wonder if like, no matter who they bring in now, it's going to be a disappointment in some way because like, it's been built up so much that like, you know, it's not like we're getting Romelu Lukaku, like, you know, whoever they sign is going to, going to have some issue with them, which is why they're going to be available to Sporting KC look, look, lacuzcou um there you go <laughs> we're just gonna get coos into everybody's uh no, everybody's I, name somehow I, s-
1: <laughs> I like to sandwich myself into other people's names it's a lot of fun uh, <laughs> but dude this is something that's been built up since we flunked out of the playoffs last year everyone's been talking about it it's been like there, there's some serious we got some serious striker blue balls going on okay and now i are we going to get let down or are we going to get that sweet sweet relief
0: yeah i don't know there was another uh reported uh link well it's i guess it's not a link blue testament wrote this up and they said let's be clear we don't know if it was sporting kc who made the offer or not and we're not going to make up sources but there was That's a true. leak that said an mls club made a seven and a half million dollar offer for uh ecuadorian striker 22 years old brian angulo um i'm probably not saying his name right either um but he uh he was coming from uh club sport emelec a first division ecuadorian club um so he's had you know they say he's had 12 goals and five assists in just over 1300 minutes of play which is quite a good clip um supposedly the Ecuadorian side rejected the offer. So I don't, it, it might be kind of a moot point, but a 22 year old striker, even if it is from a, a relatively unknown league who scores almost a goal a game and, ha- and is averaging more than an assist per game, that's a little bit more exciting to me than a 32, 33 year old striker, don't you think?
1: Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but we, it's funny because we, we hear, we get no info from the club ever like this is how it goes but we get to hear it from other sources and how do you think that feels from like the ownership of you know supporting kansas city that it's like leaked out from some other source like why why are we so secretive about everything
0: i think they just don't want to well one it's probably to protect the players in some instances because i know like even during the off season peter said they had some agreements in place even with the player, like player strikers in Europe, and the strikers wanted to come, but their teams wouldn't let them. Um, so I think in some instances, it's probably to protect the players from like their own fan bases if the deal doesn't work out. But I think also it's just to not get Sporting KC's fans' hopes up, but it almost has the opposite effect because then it's almost like when we're not told anything, our minds are left to wander a bit more. And then we come up with these crazy ideas as to, Oh, who is this mythical DP striker that we're going to sign. And then when you hear, Oh, it's Alvaro Negredo, the 33 year old Spaniard from Turkey. You're kind of like, Oh, okay. So I don't know. Yeah. A little bit. It's going to be a tough one. Um, I do think they'll bring in somebody We we just have no idea who that somebody is. Um, so,
1: yeah, it's coming. Dude, and we'll know really soon. I mean, isn't the transfer window like July 14th or something?
0: Uh it, it's that it's around there. July 11th, July 14th, somewhere around then. It's the second it's toward the end of the second week of July. So, um that's when it yeah. opens. That doesn't necessarily mean that's when we'll get an announced signing, but hopefully Right. hopefully not too long after that. We do know there have been some signings already announced, obviously, like Raul Ruiz to uh Seattle from Peru. Wayne Rooney to DC, um, Andre Horta to laFC. so
1: oh yeah. July 10th, by the way, July 10th to August
0: eighth. There you go. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll get someone in. They also said they're targeting um, a midfielder um, and and potentially even I saw that they said maybe left back, which is interesting because that's a crowded position. but um, I think Sam Sam Stashkel from mls soccer was I, I think it was him who said, since left back has been in a, a position where that players keep getting hurt. And now you have Jalen Lindsay playing there, even though he's playing pretty well, that's not his natural position. They were thinking of maybe bringing in someone who could play that position as well. I don't know. Um, right. So the, uh, the last thing I did want to say, and take this with a grain of salt, sporting KC fans. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a couple other things in MLS here real quick. And then the world cup, but real quick before that, um, there is a a, a, a person, um, a soccer analytics guy on Twitter named Matt Bernhardt, and he ran a uh, a model. You know, I like my analytics. He ran a model based on current MLS standings <laughs> and schedule. So basically they, the remaining they call you schedule. That's right. Um, and if you look at the the model, how it predicts the rest of the season will go based off of current results and future scheduling, it gives Sporting KC a 47% chance of getting a first-round bye, an 84% chance of hosting at least one MLS game, so they'd be either first through fourth seed, and a 97% chance of making the playoffs. So take that that's for what cool. you will. Now, it's just a model. It doesn't, I guess, mean, Dude, does I mean, does it make you feel better, or are you kind of like, that's great, but, you know... <sighs> No. There was 99% chance rolling. of the 2016 election going a different way. And look what happened. So,
1: Uh Oh, bro, <laughs> there was a 99% chance of USA making the world cup. So it's like, let's simmer down, dial it back a notch. Let's, let's talk about those numbers in early October. If that's still the case in early October, let's rock and roll. I love it. Okay.
0: Fair enough. So, uh, like I said, take that for what you will guys, you know, we'll, uh, if it comforts you, great. If you don't care, move on.
1: Um, just uh, just wrap yourself in your sweet, sweet analytics, and it'll keep you warm all night. <laughs>
0: um, or Jimmy Lytics. Jimmy Lytics. Um, I don't like that term. <laughs> That's weird. Um, be for
1: your, that be your Twitter, Twitter handle, bro. <laughs> no, maybe
0: I'll create an alternate Twitter account, and it'll just be me tweeting analytics. Um,
1: for everything. Just Whoa. there's a ninety percent chance I'm gonna cut this <laughs> onion tonight. <laughs> um why would look, there be ten percent you don't? I don't understand. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm just not feeling it that night. Um <laughs> so obviously by the time you're listening to this, Houston and LAFC have has already happened. That's kind of a big Western That's conference true. game. I'm excited to watch that. That's game. a big one. I, I I don't really know who to root for in that game, I guess. Maybe Houston, because...
1: Yeah, whoever's below, you got to go for them.
0: Yeah. Really, outside of RSL, SKC, the biggest game for me, at least of 4th of July, it's got to be FC Dallas, Dallas. Atlanta United,
1: right? Bro, every week we do this, and it's like, oh, what's the biggest game? Well, whoever's Atlanta, whoever Atlanta's playing, it sucks. I'm sick of them. I don't want to talk about them anymore. (laughs) I hate them. Yeah, but you're right. That's the big one.
0: If they weren't playing FC Dallas, I'd skip over them. But since they're playing, who's our? they're it's our biggest supporter shield rival versus our biggest Western Conference rival
1: at the moment. So, oh yeah, dude, I, I'm gonna put it on. It's right before the SKC game. I'll see if see if my wife lets me order pizza for it. It's gonna be a good time. And then uh, Saturday, obviously, I just got a double chin look for my wife, <laughs> and she's mad that I said double chin. <laughs> uh
0: saturday i'm gonna stay out of that one um saturday <laughs> obviously sporting kc take on toronto fc but the other kind of big western conference game i would say is rsl fc dallas we got fc dallas again so depending on how that atlanta game goes and depending on how the sporting kc game goes that might be the other one of interest
1: um yeah gonna a lot be of soccer this week guys this is it's exciting. I mean, you got you got the New York Derby, uh, Derby Derby. How do we say that?
0: People say Derby, but I'm also like, we're also we call it soccer. Why are, we don't call it football? Like we're in America, not England. So why are we pretending that we're British when we talk about derbies? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird.
1: I think I say both. I don't know. Br- Brits all you also use the c word, and apparently that's not acceptable in the states. So Man, don't don't do uh,
0: that. Don't call people that.
1: Yeah, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. It's, well, I'm trying to careful. socialize it.
0: An e s p n employee got <laughs> fired because he called someone out in a bar so
1: oh no <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> use at no, your own I'm risk just joking. <laughs> so. but no dude you got a huge slate of games it's uh it's gonna be fun fun week fun weekend a little holiday m l s yeah not to mention uh some world cup action so uh um, world cup's still going who's who's your uh You gotta have a secondary squad, right? So you got Croatia still alive for you. Who's who's your secondary squad?
0: Oh boy, um, you know France is really fun to watch. France Uh, is
1: fun. Mbappe,
0: Mbappe, Mbappe. You know Mbappe was not born when Mbappe came out.
1: Oh boy, how's that? That's a a
0: mind-blowing fact. Um, that's a classic song. Yeah. It's, you know, one of my favorites. Um, love a good Hanson hit. Don't know if they're still oh, making why wouldn't music, you? but
1: uh... oh, dude, they actually make. Uh, they have like a brewery in like Oklahoma or something. Did I you know did this?
0: Hear about that because their beer is called m mm Hops, <laughs> which
1: is uh, fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: wonderful. <laughs> Gonna... But yeah, dude, France, France yeah. is good squad. So I don't know,
0: France is fun, and then I'm obviously intrigued to see if England can pull it off. Um,
1: that's right. Just not Brazil. Now we got not Brazil. I I can't stand Neymar's flopping ass. He's like a, like a damn fish out of water sometimes, man. The way he rolls around.
0: Yeah. I don't need to see Brazil go any farther.
1: Um, God, if you're that hurt, don't you just, don't you just stay still and hold yourself? Like, how do you have all this energy to just roll around and, and like a little, like a little human burrito?
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. I don't know. I I was so confused watching him oh. flop all over the ground. After I mean, yes, I know someone stepped on his ankle, and it was probably intentional. But it also wasn't like they put full body weight on it, and Neymar no looked like he died.
1: Um, it's like it's, I have a I have a I have a friend who lives in Brazil, and he said, "Well, half the country hates him, and half the country likes him." So <laughs>
0: yeah, it uh. Like I think I tweeted out while he was flopping around. I was like, "Rest in peace, Neymar." And then I put his birth date to today as if he died because that's. I saw that. Pretty much how. That's he what it acted. looks like. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, he'll clearly be out next game, right? As hurt as he is. But, but y- you know, we ought to be. We ought to have the pod sponsored by Ancestry DNA as much as I'm talking about. <laughs> me taking my, uh, I took a DNA test, you know, and I was like, I'm like a calico cat, Jimmy. I'm not just one thing. I'm like all over the place.
0: Yeah. There so I had know.
1: like eight teams I was rooting for in the World Cup. And uh, since then, it has been whittled down to, uh, uh, I think I have five left, maybe. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I got five left. I got Belgium, France, Switzerland, Sweden, England. So okay. out of those five, I think the two big ones got to be Belgium and France. Like those are the powerhouses. But I wouldn't sleep on Switzerland either because they're they're quick, man. They're fun to watch.
0: Well, Switzerland, Sweden, England—like they all are on the easier side. One of them has a very good chance of getting right. in the final. Like if if well, England Switzerland beats and Columbia, Sweden
1: play each other,
0: right, and then uh, England's got to get past Colombia. But um. yes, I don't know, man. It's it's possible. Um, they might have to get through. It's fun, dude. Croatia, because Croatia looks good at times when Luka Modric isn't oh, messing
1: up penalty kicks. But... Those PKs were unbearable. I couldn't even watch them. I was like, they're, they're just... Now, I know the goalies made good saves, too, but they were just not well taken. Yeah,
0: I will say, credit to Kasper Schmeichel, the, the Leicester City man who, yeah. who was uh, in, in goal for for Denmark. Um, he came up huge. Had the tournament of his life. Yeah, his his dad was a fantastic goalie for Denmark. They called him the Great Dane. Yeah. Um, he was, he was in, uh, in attendance watching his son's heroics. Um, yeah, I just when when Luka Modric went, when, when Croatia earned the penalty with like three minutes to go in extra time, I was like, this is it. There's no yeah. way that Luka Modric missed. Like you could pick any player in the world to take a PK at that moment. And Luka Modric might be in the top five players you choose. And he yeah, just blew it. Um,
1: but, that was big time, but luckily he got to make up for it when he took yeah. the PK again, and I think he hit it in the exact same spot.
0: Yeah, and he kind of had a little look on his face after. like You could tell he was still pissed. Um, oh,
1: yeah. He's he, like, this he game should it, be but, over.
0: Yeah, but hey, Croatia pulled it out. Um, Denmark fought hard. Japan fought hard. Man, I was pulling for Japan. I, I, I hate to tell you, but um, I thought that it would have been crazy, fun.
1: man. Right yeah. now I, I still got two teams uh into the quarterfinals, you know, hopefully after tomorrow uh, tomorrow Switzerland and uh you know, Sweden play, but then uh I got this I got this thing. I'm like, okay, since Germany's gone, I want to get the jersey of the country that I'm following that goes the furthest in this tournament. Kind of okay. cool, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look on uh there's the soccer.com has some good sales classic football shirts is another good website they really? got a lot of good sales i always yeah. go
1: i always look at world soccer shop and because they always have coupons and stuff is that is that an expensive site uh
0: i i don't know if i've ever been there i i do like uh, really yeah I, I like classic football shirts a lot because they come from england but they're uh, they got okay. they always got good sales and they got a bunch of retro stuff
1: so Does that mean yeah. i gotta pay a foreign transaction fee to use my credit card no, nah, I don't think so.
0: I think they run it in US they dollars. They do that shit. It'll it'll you up, know, like on the web. F- yeah, on the web it appears in pounds, but I uh, they run it in US. But uh you can get well, some pretty Wow, this food cool festival, stuff. man. Pretty. Charge
1: me a foreign transaction fee cuz it was Canadian company.
0: Oh, that's stupid.
1: Yeah. So I'm just I'm real skeptical about this kind of stuff. Don't be don't be charged me that stuff. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll check um, it out though. That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, it's going to be a good week of soccer. MLS World Cup. It's a uh, it's it's a fun time. So um, we gotta you, get some big uh, points
1: this week, boys.
0: Yes, sir. You have any final thoughts for our good listeners before we sign off for the week?
1: Nope. Same old, same old. Five star reviews on the volley apparel. Hit them up, guys. And if you've hit, if you got on the volley, if you got something from them, uh, let us know what you got. Tag us, tag them. Uh, they got some good stuff. I know one guy, Eric Martinez, was talking to me about uh buying their shirts. So go do it. Cool.
0: Yep. If you do, if you get something, send us a picture of what you get. Love to see it. Yeah. Um as always, follow us on Twitter at no at JCMAX03 at Kuzer. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash no other And uh send us an email. No other pod at gmail dot com. Um so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all have a fantastic holiday. Uh, enjoy four. the fireworks. Watch the game tonight, and uh, we'll be back at you next week, same time, same place. For Dan, I'm Jimmy. We'll talk at you later. See ya,
1: Romelu <laughs> Lukaku.